Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. Razzle Sound Guy, Joe. Da da dum dum dum. What? That's the theme. That's the noise. Oh, that's the theme? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, (laughs) Patrick, you wanted to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, today we're talking about uh, a lovely film that was put on Netflix a little while ago. If you haven't heard already, there's this Tollywood film from India called uh, RRR on Netflix. Three-hour movie. And it is just a good experience. I'm going to tell you right now, if you haven't, we're going to talk, I want to talk a bit about Bollywood Tollywood before we get into Triple R itself. Just so so we can tell people what they're getting into, maybe they can watch it (laughs) and then come back for what we talk about Triple R in specific. But Bollywood and Tollywood films, uh, films made in India. And specifically, I want to talk about these action films that they make because, oh my gosh, I love them. I absolutely love how unconventional yet so fun these movies are. You've probably seen clips of them around the internet every now and then. Eventually something pops up on your timeline or something. Uh, One of my favorites, the the clip that got me into this stuff in the first place is my brother showed me... uh, it's like an action scene with a dude riding a horse mm-hmm. and he's running through the road like as fast as he can. And if, from and this a, movie? Uh, from a different movie. Okay. And a truck <laughs> like goes through the <laughs> intersection and blocks the way. So what does this guy do? You're on the horse, a truck is blocking your way. In, many, uh, in a lot of other action movies, you dodge maybe. You, you pull the horse back and the guy gets away. Not in Bollywood, man. In Bollywood, he pulls his horse onto the ground so that he can drift his horse <laughs> under the truck. And then he pulls the horse back up and keeps going, right? It's the Akira slide, but it's with the, the horse. the Akira slide, but with a <laughs> horse. And so this is... This is like the, that's the scene that I like to use to define Bollywood action movies Mm -hmm. because it is just this level of absurdity, but it doesn't matter because it is more so just to make your protagonist awesome while just having fun with it. Mm Mm-hmm. There are those Bollywood movies where protagonists are leaping between buildings, just flying through the air. They have a Terminator ripoff-esque one. Of course they do. Where there's literally a bunch of copies of this dude turn into a giant ball. Uh, (laughs) Machine guns come out between his, like, shoulders and just start shooting a bunch of, like, FBI-type agents that are around. And it's like... Like, I just love it. It's it's silly. It's dumb. (laughs) It's fun. If you haven't seen a Bollywood film, I recommend starting. With the one with we're talking triple about. Triple R. Triple R. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is a perfect movie. This movie is 10 out of 11 I, out of 10. Because most of Bollywood movies, they have this like exaggerated thing, but it's not, there's no real purpose to it other than fun. Yeah. In this movie, it like works with the story. These two characters are, for all intents and purposes, badasses, mm. and the story wants to show you that. <laughs> The, the opening scene for both characters immediately is like, they're going to show you how sick these dudes are. We start out with, uh, not Beam, the other one. Raj. Uh, Raj. Raj is a Indian soldier, and he... The British soldier. Oh, uh, an Indian an soldier. Indian British soldier. Yeah. There you go. Uh, dur- this is, the story all takes place during British occupation of India. 18... Well... Right? Well... 18-something? Really, 1600s through 1900s. 
Okay. They really only left after World War II. <laughs> so it's in, it's in 1920, actually. That's when the movie takes place. Yes. And they, the British don't actually leave until World War II, okay. which that uh, period in history is often overlooked. And yeah. I'm glad that this is like takes place during that. We don't really have a lot of like stories to tell of that time, just like in American pop culture, uh, because we don't care about the rest of the world. We don't. That's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so Raj, his opening scene is literally him fighting through a giant crowd of people to arrest one man in order to prove himself to the British military. Already I- amazing setup for this guy. And the scene itself is like a 20-minute scene of just action-dense film. It is amazing. That's to introduce him. And then we have Beam. Beam is introduced uh, kind of more subtly uh, throughout most of it, but then I think his big first action sequence, unless I'm misremembering, is when he works with Raj, right? I thought it was capturing the tiger. Yeah, that's like when we oh, see how tiger. badass he is. Oh my gosh, yeah, sorry, I forgot about the tiger. <laughs> yeah, he just straight up fights the tiger. Uh, he goes to hunt a wolf for food for his uh, people. Village or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then no. he gets attacked by a tiger during it. It was to capture the wolf so, for... So the later half when he invades the first? No, no, no. That's like he found some cart with full of animals. I don't believe. <laughs> yeah, I feel Molly like they've got... been capturing animals for that purpose. But so, he, so kill, like, he kills the tiger. Beam's like introduction is he watched Molly get got by get taken, not killed. Yeah. But her mom is killed by the British because comically evil, which is not inaccurate to history. No, she just gets beat in the head. And then she She's dies. Fine at the end. No, the we mom. She got... Yeah, the mom. We see her at the end. Oh, we do. Yeah, I forgot. When they're reunited, so I watched, she was hit really I hard. This movie. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I thought she died. <laughs> uh, I've watched this movie with people. Uh-huh. So, uh, by by the way, I really think if you are to watch Triple R, you should watch it with like at least one other person. It just it's a couch experience, in my mm. opinion. Mm. Um, I watched it with a group of people, so the details for me are a bit here and there, <laughs> uh, more so because like uh, I wa- I like watching it as like a couch experience because everything that happened that was insane you could like everybody on the couch would reiterate that one of my favorite clips is like t- more towards the end of the movie raj jump drop kicks a dude in the face mm. and literally we were all sitting on the couch we were all watching he does the kick and everyone on the couch just goes Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> like we we rewinded it and played it back because somebody missed it and we're like we have to show them this specific kick but that's just like one kick out of like oh my god so much action. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what to say about this movie other than just like it is it it's an experience it's it's uh, you sh- I totally 100% recommend this movie because not only is it a good if not very simple story but it's just very fun most movies try to tell a story and then put the entertainment value second whereas this does the opposite <laughs> everything on screen is there to be a spectacle and to be amazing and to make you go, wow, that's awesome. But at and the that's same it. time, it doesn't pull away from the storytelling. Sorry. I have. Oh, my goodness. That is a lot lighter <laughs> than I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, at the same time, they don't, like, abandon the story that they're telling. This it, this insane level of action, like I said earlier, is used to boost up Beam and Raj, make them look like the badasses that they are. Uh, and it's, it's a great story because it, it's like, it's a three-hour movie. It's a really long one, but they use that time to its fullest by a really building up the story of uh, 
Raj and Beam, both these fighters for their people going about it in their own way. Raj is fighting for his people by using the British army to arm other Indians to rise up against, uh, using his position and rising in his position to help other Indians. Whereas Beam is more of like, more of your lawful good type rather than chaotic good. Uh, he He's going at this in the sense of like, I'm going to fight them directly so I could save this girl that was stolen from our village. And the two come, run into each other by magical fate. Uh, and start to like become the best of friends, and no uh, better way to show that these guys are the best of friends than a beautiful dance <laughs> sequence. Yeah, I was gonna bring out that this is a freaking musical. Yeah, action most, musical. Most Indian, most Bollywood slash Tollywoods are musicals <laughs> yeah it's, it's the scene is great too because it's just like uh beam wants to dance nacho, with nacho, the girl nacho. uh but then everybody's kind of like ridiculing beam because he doesn't know how to dance like a white guy yeah so beam's like all right you you all want to make fun of me because i can't dance white people dancing well let me show you something else. let me and show you the nacho <laughs> and him and raj ball out everybody's into it the dudes are getting jealous but then there's sort of like almost a camaraderie in it anyway because the dudes still try to dance yeah. uh, the, the Indian dance it's just ah beautiful scene just to show how these two are together but also they're not because the way that they're doing this is different Raj because he is a British soldier keeps it hidden from Beam and actually he's trying to find Beam for the British army mm-hmm. so eventually they both find out what each other are about and then they're against each other. There's a bunch of scenes of them fighting each other. There's the beautiful scene of Raj being fire. He's got fireworks behind him exploding while uh, Beam is water. He's got he's got like hoses flying around around him, shooting water in the air. There's some beautiful shots in this movie too, and I think that's one of the best ones of the movie. They they get set at odds, and yet at the same time they're still totally for one another. They feel betrayed fighting each other. You see it in their face. They don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Amazing performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then eventually Beam and Raj both learn fully about what each other are doing. Beam becomes so apologetic, sees Raj as a hero. Uh, Raj uh, see, always saw Beam as a, an amazing person. And I'm just... I, at the end of that movie, I was shook. I, I was all... I, I just couldn't it's like such brotherly love but then like fighting for your country and it's 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 beautiful sure anyway that's that's me giving the spiel in case because i don't think everyone is going to listen to this is going to watch the movie (laughs) um but they really should because this is this is like international culture at its peak this is Mm -hmm. one of the best uh so it's tollywood i think the difference is that bollywood is like more northern India and then Tollywood's more southern, but I might mm. be wrong on that. No idea. Um, but it, essentially, they're both kind of the same style of movies. Sure. Uh, this one is just like, I think it's one of the best I've seen. I haven't seen many. And mo- <laughs> most of what I've seen is clips. But from the three Bollywood, Tollywood movies I've seen, this one's just artful Mm -hmm. like there's also in terms of just me being a a old ex-film school student yeah um, oh now you're gonna flex on that (laughs) okay um i love i love seeing like uh, for me personally the beats and uh this i i only noticed this after i saw corridor digital pointed out um if any of you don't know corridor digital they have a uh React series that they do for films. Mm. One of them is like a Bollywood Reacts, uh, and they did one for Triple R. 
in it, they, there's one thing uh, Freddie Wong, one of the guests in the show, said where he he points out the beats. Him and Nico, like there's a there's a scene where it goes boom, 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 bam, and the, of shots, like the shot, 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 and then it's like a full waiting a little bit, and it, and then it's like the rhythm of that along with the motion of the shots. It's hard to describe as mm. like a podcast because I can't show it, right? But it it's these things, a bunch of these like cinematic things that are subtle that your average audience doesn't notice, but it does so much for the piece. Because I remember when I watched that part of it happen, the boom, 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 bam. Uh, this is during the Raj introduction scene where he just finishes arresting the dude and he washes mm-hmm. off his face and then stands back up again in front of the people. That When I first watched that scene with uh, my friends, they, they were all like, Ooh, he's look at him. He's so <laughs> badass. And I was I was paying attention to like like the cinematography of that shot is what makes you think like, damn, he's a badass. Mm. But no, your average audience doesn't notice that. But it's what carries that moment. And it says there's tons of that all throughout the piece. Like the the scene where Raj and Beam first fight, and there's the fire behind Raj with the fireworks and everything, and the water behind Beam. It makes the scene give you frisson, mm-hmm. uh, shivers of just like, oh my gosh. But like at the same time, talking to my friends afterwards, two of them didn't even notice that there were fireworks behind Raj, <laughs> and they're like twirling all up there and everything. But it's just, but the the shot is there, and you you see it even if your brain does or. Your brain sees it even if you don't. Mm-hmm. And it's it's beautiful. All the way through, this movie is beautiful. It's epic. Anyway, Jared has some controversial opinions about this movie. I do. Yeah, he has <laughs> wrong opinions about this movie. Uh, okay. The length of the movie doesn't matter all that much, but if I'm going to spend three hours watching a movie, I'd rather watch Endgame two more times than watch this movie. What? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd watch Endgame maybe once and then watch this movie, <laughs> but two times? This is, uh, I don't know, I don't, I'm not in love with the movie. I, I, I don't, I don't like it. What do you not like? Most of it. Like, okay. <laughs> um, I understand the story. The story, there's no problem with that. It's not supposed to be, that's not like the compelling part. That's not why you should watch this movie. It's not a amazing story or whatever. It's it's pretty straightforward. You know, it's, that's there's no real twists and turns or anything. That's fine. I understand the main attraction to this type of movie is the action sequences. I got to say that the musical numbers really threw me off <laughs> because I'm there's like really only one. There's no I know there's more than one, but there's really only one. Dude, uh, Nacho is like, okay, for the longest time in the first third of the movie, right, after uh, the introduction action sequences, when we, like, see uh, Ramen um, Beam, like, becoming buddies and they're exploring this town or whatever, that was such a drag to just get to a musical number, which I'm also like... Okay, well, this establish- has gone on for six freaking minutes. It's establishing their relationship, man. That's fine. And it's also just fun. You can establish a relationship in ten minutes, not thirty. All right, with or without a musical number. All right, and then even after that point, it still took like ten, fifteen more minutes just to get to that action sequence in that British. What what's that called? Mansion. The party. Know. Yeah, no, 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 after the party, like... 
or he lets out the animals and all that. Yeah, yeah. I guess the attack of the plateau or whatever, you know, like that. That's I'm like, okay, now we're back to the movie that we're s- supposed to be watching. Now the the plot is actually getting moved at least a little bit. Well, there's two stories going on. Sure. There's, yeah, yeah. There's the story of like Beam trying to mm-hmm. liberate the village girl and all that, and then there's the story of. Raj and Beam, or where Raj is eventually, the story very clearly shows what this whole half an hour mm-hmm. is for, is to show that, like, Raj is getting close to Beam, but he is going to inevitably betray Beam. Sure. That's what that half an hour is for. It's what it builds up towards. Without that, if you were just have the sudden betrayal of Beam, it, it doesn't hit as hard. Sure. But it didn't hit for me at all. Ah. <laughs> So, so me, I, man, I understand what you're saying. For me, man, you see these two dudes have a <laughs> dance number together. They're mm-hmm. looking each other in the eyes like we are the best of friends for the rest of time. And then for immediately after that, for them to have a scene where they'll eventually fight because uh, Raj realizes it's going on. It's heartbreaking. It's, it's destroying. But you know it's going to happen. I think because you know it's gonna happen. See, like I don't think you can you can win there. Like in my opinion, you can't win there because you have to establish these guys are have these goals of eventually they are going to face each other. You are told straight up as soon as you are told about these two characters, they are gonna be against each other eventually. But let's see them love each other first. Then it's just like okay, I just want to see that. If this is supposed to be if the main attraction is supposed to be the action. I want to see that. I don't, like, well, you can do less with the mushy stuff, which is fine. Like, like, there's, I don't know. there's too much of each. That, you need that mushy stuff because old, there's ultimate, no balance. Well, I think there's great balance because what happens is the mushy stuff is there, right? Eventually, Raj betrays him, whatever. <clears throat> but that's that's the middle of the movie. That's yeah. not that's the first hour of the movie. There's still two hours left. That's what I'm saying. So it allows for more. You you get the mushiness to where Raj is super betrayed by what he did. He hates that he did what he did, and you can see it in his face in every scene that he's in. He's like, <laughs> and, and then <laughs> and then Beam is like, how could he do this to me? We were brothers. We were this, and he refuses to believe that Raj could be anything. The next scene that they have, he's fighting Raj, and Raj is protecting his life. He saves his life in the scene, but Beam doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just this thing where, like, and then you get back to the mushiness where uh, Beam eventually goes to Raj's fiance, realizes the true story. He's like, wow, I've I've been the one to betray my friend all along. Blah 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 blah, and it, it like you can't get that storyline without that mushiness. I think if the movie was shorter, I think, <clears throat> I think all those things would have carried out better because we wouldn't have had so much time sitting in between. Like there's too many long intervals of of emotional buildup and then action breakdown. There's just like there's no good amount for me there like there's just too much i i think i think <clears throat> i think there's too much of everything in this movie and the the musical numbers don't help <laughs> like i don't mind well here's what i I'll don't say. mind the musical numbers they're like they're catchy like the only reason why i remember nacho is because they say nacho so many freaking times well, right the word is dance <clears throat> but it sounds like nacho when translated into yes English. but overall like <laughs> so your problem ultimately is it's too much right <sighs> Welcome to Hollywood Bollywood films. Yeah, it's if 
So you, it's so not you my just, cup of tea. Yeah, you just don't like Hollywood. You should Bollywood like films. immediately. I'm like, okay, like throughout the entire process of watching this, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like this the entire time. Well, to be honest, you, know? you should have expected it to be a musical. You really should have. If Why? you understand what Bollywood is. Why? That's Why should I expect that? Because you should at least know what other types of non-American movies are major and popular in America. What do you mean I should? You though. should know. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> so you've just... Uncultured. I yeah, don't have you're to. You're uncultured. <laughs> yeah, this is my first Hollywood film I've ever seen. Uh, I'm messing mess with you know? I'm not. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> But like, I, I didn't know uh, anything Bollywood Tollywood until like a year ago. So I, I mean, like honestly, it isn't just—it's just not something we get exposed to in American media. So it's inherently different. So Everything therefore, not—not not, we shouldn't know that to expect these type of things. These are things that that most of us don't even like. We don't see this often. Yeah, it, it we is. don't have a freaking musical number in Endgame <laughs> or in Infinity War but just out of nowhere. So much better. It no, would absolutely be better. <laughs> no, because as as an American audience, we're not exposed to this. We're not used to it. So we're I'm just expecting a straightforward action movie and then out of nowhere a musical number comes. That threw those me off. Yeah, but so that's not a problem to me. That's not a problem. It's ultimately that we we get conventional storylines in Hollywood. Sure. To get a risky... Because we're dumb. Be, be, <laughs> no, because Hollywood investors play it super safe always. Yeah. To get a, yeah. like, uh, out of, like, out-of-the-box movie in Hollywood is a rarity. Um, but in Bollywood, Tollywood, it's the standard. It's the standard to have these movies that aren't, sure. like, at all the regular action movies we've seen growing sure. up. Yeah. Um, so I guess, it, ultimately, it is, it's a jarring experience for anybody who isn't ready for it. I will say that. Uh, yeah, um, it threw me off, but I don't hate it. Like yeah. I, I don't. I think I think that got uh, misinterpreted. I don't hate the musical numbers. The, you can have a musical number in an action <laughs> movie. That's fine, right? I'm just saying that like it threw me off at first. But that's not my really ultimate. Well done, yeah, it, yeah. It, like visually, sure, it's great. Uh, the CGI, very well done for like an indie uh, Tollywood film. That's great. Like there are things that this movie should be praised for. There but are overall, no animals used in this movie. Yeah, all CGI. Um, that tiger it, looks really good. The so India uh, with uh, Hinduism has a very big culture of like you don't hurt animals mm-hmm. because it could be your reincarnated or somebody's reincarnated mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that tiger could be your grandpa. <laughs> Um, and so uh, this movie was like, okay, we'll just do full CGI animals. And then uh, I guess every v- – I don't know too much about VFX, but I'm imagining every VFX person in that company just went like, oh. <laughs> um, But they ended up doing it really well. Like yeah, some, it looks Some good. scenes in that movie, you don't even know that those animals are CGI. Yeah, they put in And there are the money. so many animals there yeah. are a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't just, like, this this movie, all the animals are CGI, and then there's the one tiger and beams fight. No, there's the tiger and beams fight. There's all the animals that get let out of the cage during yep. beams' next fight. Um, and then I think, is that it for animals? I feel like there's more. There's horses throughout in the last, horses in throughout. that final bit. I with, think the horses are real. Uh, I don't know. I, mm. I don't know about that. The horses definitely looked real until they didn't. <laughs> maybe, so maybe it's, like, a sometimes real. Yeah, some right. shots, they're That's not. what I assumed. Some practical, some not. Yeah. I But I do think overall, uh, this is like, I, this is worse than watching the Wonder Woman movies because of all the, what's worse about it, what I mean is all the slow-mo action stuff 
it's a lot worse and more present in Triple R than it is in the Wonder Woman films. And yeah, that's saying so something. Your, your big critique is just a critique of Bollywood in general. You don't like Bollywood. I guess not. I mean, like, here. Tom. I don't see problems with it. I just don't like the movie. I got you. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I understand why they have these certain things, why there's a lot of slow-mo, why there's a lot of explosions, why there's a, a crazy amount of exaggerated stuff. It's That's just not for fine. You. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Meanwhile, it is very <laughs> much for me. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I felt emotions with this movie sure. that I have not felt That's with fine. many movies. Yeah. Um, I, re- I think it's... I recognize that it's not for me because I'm of a Western audience. This was ultimately made in India for Indians. However, I can watch this movie, and because it is so good, I can get emotionally invested in people by not understanding what they're saying, by just reading subtitles and just seeing the emotion on their faces. I think that's my problem. I think I... I didn't care about our characters, so I didn't care about the movie. And I don't know why I don't care about them. I don't know. There's just something that's not clicking for me. I don't know. It it could just be the British colonial storyline. Neither character Eh. is relatable for you at all, I feel Eh. like. I mean... betraying your people to rise up uh, <laughs> to help your well, people I mean, or uh, attacking uh, I think that's cool to- totalitarian government I think I think that premise is cool but for some reason I just didn't connect with the characters I, I get know. you don't know well I have a game I cool. love I, I, I love that movie it's great what's <laughs> what's this game going on so, I'm scared uh, I meant to do this game earlier before we talked about triple R we were talking about just Bollywood in general mm-hmm. um I've made a Bollywood Mad Lib. (laughs) (laughs) Simply put, right? Um, So we're just going to dive through this. First, I need a occupation. Uh, As in what? Job. Like, okay. Or position, role. Okay, dentist. (laughs) I like it. Dentist. Oh, man. Um, We're off to a great start. (laughs) Oh, hold on. I did my thing wrong here. Give me a sec. Julie? This All thing. right. Next up, I need something emotionally valuable, um, or someone. Um, your grandmother's ashes. Grandmother's <laughs> ashes. Because in the movie, it's it's his sister, right? And uh, I don't want to copy Triple R. Is it a sister? Oh, that was just they're a girl just from the village. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a sister. Oh, I I I'm pretty sure it was a sister. Either way, either way, it's someone close to her, to yeah. him, and he doesn't really. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're right. of the same people, so. Uh, now I need an organization. Gun from Sonic. Uh, sure. (laughs) Gun from Sonic. I'll just put gun. Yeah. (laughs) G-U-N. Uh, now I need a verb for transport, like driving, skiing. Run. Running? (laughs) Running. (laughs) Absolutely. We Um, need to run. Now I need a location. The moon. The moon. (laughs) This changes things drastically. Uh, a number. 67. 67. Um, I need an action. Like a verb. Mm, how about how about to, to scoot? Scooting? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Uh, and another action. Uh, cooking. Cooking. Now I need a vehicle. A X-Wing. 
<laughs> X-Wing. <laughs> and an object? A frying pan. <laughs> frying pan. And lastly, a beautiful location. Let's go with... Um, <laughs> let's go with Paris. How about that? Paris. I'll put the Eiffel Tower. In yeah, specific. there you go. <laughs> That's what I was picturing anyways with Paris. All right. You guys ready for this? All right. Paris, All right. Texas. Paris. <laughs> is Paris, it's Texas n- beautiful? Uh, it, there is an Eiffel Tower there. <laughs> is, is it like a discount Eiffel Tower? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but it's Texas. Everything's supposed to be bigger. Yeah, what mm. the hell? They, they really dropped the ball on that one. All right. So a dentist has but one goal, to save his grandmother's ashes... Uh, oh, just to save his grandmother's ashes. Mm-hmm. However, the people of Gun want to stop him. As our hero is running towards the moon, uh, <laughs> 67 people from Gun uh, barricade the path. Mm-hmm. That doesn't stop our hero as he scoots through them and cooks uh, his way past. <laughs> Before he makes it, an X-Wing... Drives past an intersection and blocks our blocks the way. Our hero looks to the side, sees a frying pan, and uses it to ramp over <laughs> the X-wing. <laughs> he arrives at the moon, dri- uh, driving towards the Eiffel Tower to glorious music. Okay, wow. great. That, that's, that's our Bollywood scene. Honestly, that'd be a pretty good Bollywood movie. That would be a really <laughs> good fits. Bollywood movie. It fits. I'm just picturing like a flat frying pan floating in space, and he's just spacesuit jumps <laughs> over, jumps on the frying pan, completely breaks space physics. I see him like when driving and or scooting and cooking through these uh, gun agents. I see like him handing out sandwiches, <laughs> you know, like ninja storing sandwiches into these people's mouths. He's running past them really fast and replacing their guns with sandwiches. Oh yeah, with baguettes <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Love ad libs. Mad libs. Mad libs. Oh my god. Although I guess they're called ad libs too, right? Eh. Mad libs is like the company that makes them. Yeah. I, don't know. I guess. Uh, Anyways, Triple R. One, one of the one of the things <laughs> I, I want to finish off with Triple R. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lovely like little theme <clears throat> of fire and water. Yes. That plays throughout the movie. Yes. Um, beam. Uh, Beam is always just like around water, in water, uh, water around mm-hmm. him. It's, it's like it follows him throughout the movie. Like I remember the 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 scene that I noticed that made it click is that it was he was it was at night and he was in like a little pond, mm-hmm. like rise like stealth in his way through a pond. And I'm like, he's just always in water, <laughs> isn't he? And he it is. He's just literally always in water. And Raj, it's it's this fire thing to where like the fireworks going off behind him, or there's like fires going on around Can him. Can I say something about him? Go for it. At the end of the movie, uh, in the forest, when um, they're escaping that military combat. Actually, before that, I'm sorry. These two, these two son of a guns. <laughs> Beam has Raj on his shoulders, and they act like one single person united like they they are one body in sync somehow escaping this british compound taking people out all over freaking ramming people through brick walls and stuff are we really <laughs> just going to walk past that and then all of a sudden right after 
Somehow Raj is this like messiah god with a bow and arrow what is he rama now are you kidding me if well, that's not the coolest thing i've ever seen yeah, in my exactly, entire right? life you have to understand these are the two <sighs> most powerful people in india ever in no india, ever, ever. <laughs> they can give chuck norris a run for his money oh they already did <laughs> chuck, chuck, oh, what does chuck norris do kicks people yeah he did that four times in the first scene of the movie he's, he's fine he's way better <laughs> If I'm not, I can, I can, if they haven't done this in the movie, I can already see this. Like, Raj probably, like, Liu Kang kicking, bicycle kicking somebody, you oh, know? Shoot. I can see that for sure. I don't know if they did that. I think they, they went more with, like, hard hits. Hard hits. I, I don't remember seeing oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's okay. like every hit was, like, one to two and you're done. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, the, the, this, I keep having it replay <laughs> in my head, the, like, drop kick that I was mentioning oh, earlier. Dude, I. Props to the stunt actor who took the hit because he makes it look like he died. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, Raj goes and jump kicks him, and he goes, like, <laughs> and, like, falls over. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I think I think my favorite scene is um, when Beam was lo- or chained up. You know, that whole scene yeah. when he was singing his own song or whatever, and the, the, the British people are like, make him kneel or whatever put him on his knees and he doesn't i think that's my favorite part yeah that's pretty strong yeah what i want to it shows the or just that scene shows the contrast between raj and beam too Mm -hmm. like raj in that moment what about these to just try to continue in his position or whatever the case may be like he he fought against like the british but he didn't really because his end goal was to be with the british to do his thing yeah, like, he, w- he would have kneeled, I feel like. But Beam is, like, the strong-willed one. He's not going to work with the British at all. He's going to do it his own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it's it's a great contrast between the two characters. Yeah, That's sure, it. definitely. What were you going to say, Joe? What I want to just wrap up on is ha- my the state of, like, foreign films in Western, digested by Western audiences, and how, like, in a good spot that is. Mm. This movie, not in the quality or qu- what was in it, reminded me a lot of Parasite. Because people oh, wow, people right. loved Parasite in 2019. I got bored by it, but people liked it. It won a few awards, I bet, here in, did. in America. won a lot. And this is another situation where Parasite is a movie for Koreans, made by Koreans, but the Western audience and audience found it through Netflix uh, and then loved it. It's, it's really pop. This movie and Parasite were really popular mm-hmm. in their times. And that's pretty good. I think Hollywood needs a refresher every now and again of a movie that's not from Hollywood. You're right. I think, I think right. Hollywood needs to realize they're not top of the game anymore. Film is becoming more accessible and eventually it will get to the point where like these formula movies aren't going they're going to sell but they're not going to sell like these creative ones that are coming like Triple R was legit like a really heavy mm-hmm. investment to make a wonderful piece of art and it came out that way and it hit the hit the national stage. Parasite yep. was a creative story that had a great distribution that ended up allowing it to be seen worldwide. And if this keeps up, Hollywood's going to have to be on its toes because safe movies aren't going to work anymore if everyone's putting out bangers. Hollywood puts out formula, whereas this movie and Parasite have heart. Oh, for sure. People, the the cast looked like they were having a great time filming this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would I bet. too, man. Yeah. Like, just the, just the, with how much action there is, there's full months of shooting action shots. Dude, this is the most expensive Indian film to yeah. date. $69 million. Yes. And and they didn't drop the ball. Like, uh, the most expensive American films, a lot of times they're still just formula. They're right. like, they're not the most 
memorable. I mean, Endgame is, like, up there, but I think, like, past that, like, do we remember most of the most expensive movies? Is that really I don't our, know. Like, but I, I remember Triple R every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. To this day! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I first saw something about this, like, on Instagram or whatever. For it just scrolling. being, like, a really... Yeah, like, it, it was that whole... Uh, uh, attack on the plateau scene where where bean was jumping from the the truck with all the animals and this guy was commenting like look how crazy this stuff is and stuff and i'm like yeah that's insane yeah (laughs) i I do i do love seeing uh a lot of these films that like take those risks and then it becomes a huge reward where it's either they take a big time risk a big Mm -hmm. money risk to make something different. I do um, also like how this movie like leaned towards the more ridiculousness parts of it. Like it, it didn't take yeah, like I, it's serious, but this movie like, would have sucked if it was regular action, right? Yeah. Like like if he's fighting through a crowd, but like he has people helping him to make it more realistic. Yeah. Or if he's fighting through a crowd, but he kind of gets beat down most of the way and he's really worn out by the time he's done mm-hmm. to make it more realistic. It just wouldn't sell the same as if he beat down a whole crowd, mm-hmm. and then he does the thing where he washes off his face, gets back to his post, and stares down the crowd. As if it's an ordinary Tuesday. Exactly. Like, it, the whole crowd leaves after that. They're yeah. like, I don't want any more business yeah. than this, dude. Like, it's... T- like, you don't... Uh, without this absurdity, you don't get these story moments. Like, the, the, the scene with Raj and Beam... They could have, like, fought back against British soldiers and been real buddy-buddy that way. It would have been a really cool action scene and blah, blah, blah. No. The way we're going to make these two dudes meet each other Mm -hmm. is by having them (laughs) jump off a bridge two different ways to save a kid by roping around. One goes through a fire using the Indian flag to protect himself (laughs) from the flames. Like, this is just poetry, and it's so absurd, and it's so beautiful. It, please watch Triple R, audience. Please. Just uh, do yourself the favor. You may be like Jared, and you may not like it, but even, ja- <laughs> but even Jared right now, he's pointing out some of the coolest parts of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah that, that there was really are good. really cool parts. There, there's so many good things about this movie do you that regret, I recognize. Do you regret watching this movie? No, I don't. No, I don't regret watching it. I don't think it's a waste of time. I just, like, I'm glad I watched it to watch it to be exposed to not be as uncultured or as ignorant for foreign films. Um, But I just didn't like it as much as you guys. So, like, you know, that's just taste. That's just the way it be. Yeah. It is the way it be. Man, uh, like... Honestly, I could be here forever just talking about, like, the different, like, <laughs> moments. And, like, and there's a lot. It's a three-hour freaking movie. <sighs> he strangles a tiger. <laughs> R- freaking Raj just punches a tiger in the face. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. That's all the time we have for two. Uh, unless. Uh, <laughs> when uh, I, either Beam or Raj, I forget who throws the tiger at the other dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He throws a tiger at a dude to take him down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too good. It's too good. <laughs> Finish this episode. I'm being All right. Forever. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle Razzle Dazzle at Razzle Dazzle under or shit. Is it Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore show? It is. There you go. <laughs> hey. And follow and follow us on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore show. Make sure to follow us on God. 
You already. I already. I. I yeah. I'm out of it. Hold <laughs> on. Let me start again. Can we just say bye? <laughs> Let me start again. Peace. All right, that's all the time we have for t today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Make sure to follow us on the Live 365 app, Eagle Radio. We are live every Thursday from 12 to 1. Check us out. See you next time. Bye. Oh, yesterday was uh, Peter Cullen's birthday. Who's Peter Cullen? The voice of Optimus. Oh, cool. Yeah. Patrick, will you wish me happy birthday? Oh, happy birthday, Optimus. <laughs> you did not go to my surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had, I had plans, Optimus. Bullshit. <laughs>